but you don't need a formal conspiracy right when interests converge these people went to the same universities and fraternities they're on the same boards of directors they're in the same country clubs they have like interests they don't need to call a meeting they know what's good for them and they're getting it and there used to be seven oil companies there are now three it will soon be two the things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice there are two political parties there are a handful of insurance companies there are about six or seven information things but if you want a bagel or 23 flavors because you have the illusion you have the illusion of choice all right everybody welcome back to another brand new episode of the politics and punk rock podcast and i am of course andrew for america and people we in trouble I have been talking about this conspiratorial shit for years and years and years and years and years now. I wanted to kick off the show today with this George Carlin uh, clip talking about the illusion of choice. I've been over that a million times. And if you follow me on the social medias, you know that I recently posted a deep fake video of a guy speaking about the realities of augmented Reality, virtual reality, it's getting so good that we are basically living in wag the dog world where they can create fake wars, they can create anything and pump it out into the minds of the ignorant, unwashed, belligerent masses and get you to believe whatever the fuck they want you to think and believe about what's going on in this world. I remember back uh, after 9-11 thinking that the world has changed and with the passing of the Patriot Act, uh, you know, one more usurpation of our freedoms, uh, the intelligence communities consolidating their efforts, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, uh, Interpol, you know, consolidating their technologies and their systems in order to go find the terrorists, right? And I knew... During the Obama administration, when I heard him talking about uh, buying all those MRAP tanks and I saw them with my own eyes being trained across the country to various cities around this country, the militarization of the police forces. I mean, the little town I grew up in in southwest Minnesota, people, they had like a, a Humvee tank-looking police vehicle in a town of 2,500 people. What the fuck do you need that for? Are you planning something? In the Supercut show I just did, uh, part five of uh, Reality Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics, one of the clips I played on that show was Obama talking about due process and not killing Americans without due process. You, you, you can't kill an American with a drone or a shotgun without due process. And then what did he do? He ran one of the biggest, the biggest drone warfare campaigns the world has ever known because it was brand new technology. Him and Brennan, John Brennan, are you kidding me, people? They have killed countless people. In Yemen, probably in Syria. Who knows? Who knows what else they're doing with these drones around the world? (laughs) You people, I love, actually, at the end of Obama's 
presidency, I remember people being like, yeah, I voted for Obama twice, and boy, did I fuck up. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) There were some of you that were smart enough to see him for who he was. And to you small minority of people, I have respect for you. And I will always have respect for you because you saw the fucking guy for who he really was. That's exactly what they are planning. The in, he That was basically an inversion speech. He told you one thing, but he meant the exact opposite. You started hearing words like, dom- terms rather, like domestic terrorist. And I knew. I knew from Ron Paul. I knew from... The things that I witnessed from George W. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, George W. Bush's presidency. Um, even before that, with Clinton, when he repealed Glass Steagall, um, the bankers and the financiers, they got us by the balls. People, George Carlin said it best with his famous bit. It, it's called the American Dream because you got to be asleep to believe it. And people, most of you are asleep. And most of you are believing it. You're believing the show and not taking even five seconds out of your pathetic, miserable lives to look for reality. And I feared for a long time that the day would come, that they were going to come after you, me, all of us. And with a few of the recent media news stories I have seen, my fellow Americans, my fears are becoming a reality. These are folks who do not recognize the government. The FBI labels them domestic terrorists. And now the Hennepin County Sheriff has identified them as the number one threat to local law enforcement. This is a group of people who call themselves sovereign citizens. And tonight, we're taking you inside their rapidly growing movement. Dr. Steve Tellier has spent months researching, talking with experts, and with sovereign citizens themselves. Steve, just how real is this threat, even here in Minnesota? It's pretty real. Leah, sovereign citizens basically believe that the current federal government is illegitimate and illegal. Experts estimate there are about 300,000 sovereigns in the U.S., 100,000 of them, quote, hardcore members. Experts also say their numbers are rising, and so are concerns for local officers. He writes his name in all lowercase, Thomas hyphen Allen semicolon friend. He adds ARR, all rights reserved, and a red thumbprint. This is how Thomas Friend signed dozens of documents he filed in the past year fighting felony attempted theft charges in Anoka County. Hundreds of pages state he is not a United States citizen and is not a corporate person, but is a sovereign American national, a natural physical being. These are all hallmarks of sovereign citizens. Friend declined to speak on camera, and we spent months trying to find a sovereign who like would. Said, there's a lot of things. Only one agreed. Do you consider yourself a sovereign citizen? Yes, I do. Randy Hudson lives in a typical home, on a typical street, in a typical town of 4,700 people, Laverne, Minnesota. But his views are anything but typical. So you believe all Americans are essentially corporate entities? Yes. You believe that all Americans are enslaved in some way? Absolutely. 
Do you think some folks might be afraid of you because of what you're saying? Probably. Sovereigns like Hudson believe America has been transformed from a republic into a democracy, from self-government to a dictatorship, and from God's common law to unconstitutional statutory law. Over a period of 150 years, we have slowly lost all our rights. They trace the change to an obscure law passed in 1871, which created the government of Washington, D.C., but sovereigns believe it had a deeper, sinister purpose. And in 1871, the government was turned into a corporation. That leads to perhaps their most bizarre belief that the federal government has sold its citizens to investors and holds a secret bank account in the name of every American with millions of dollars in each one. They're traded on, wall, on the stock market the same as you and I are. Hudson says he knows how this sounds. They think we're crazy or they, they say there's, there's absolutely no way this can be true. But one look online shows he is far from alone. This is a movement that's spreading and spreading rapidly. Mark Potok with the Southern Poverty Law Center, a civil rights group, is an expert on domestic extremists, including sovereign citizens. It is a movement that tells its adherents uh, that everything the government says is false, uh, that the government is secretly holding your dollars uh, that you have a right to, and so it inculcates in its adherence uh, an extreme kind of disrespect for the law. He says that endangers those who uphold the law. They see the law enforcement official as an enemy who is lying to them, who is engaged in a gigantic conspiracy to deprive them of their rights. In 2010, father and son sovereigns murdered two police officers during a traffic stop in Arkansas. Last year, the FBI warned sovereigns are increasingly, quote, attempting to harass and intimidate law enforcement. In August, two sovereigns were arrested in Las Vegas for allegedly plotting to torture and kill police officers. We've seen quite a bit of violence come out of this movement, and I have no doubt that we will see more. If you ask us what's the biggest concern facing us today in terms of a threat, it is sovereign citizen groups and movements across this country. Hennepin County Sheriff Richard Stanick has a long list of concerns. He puts the sovereign citizen movement at the top. Our encounters with sovereign citizens are becoming increasingly more violent. They're people that don't believe in the government, the legitimacy of the government. We rode along with Hennepin County Deputy Chad Christofferson as he made the rounds serving civil papers. Officers often come across sovereigns during such routine encounters. Christofferson says some pepper him with personal or politically charged questions. Another scrawled threats inside a foreclosed home. They had spray painted things on the walls, um, calling the sheriff an oath breaker. Then there is so-called paper terrorism, a popular sovereign tactic targeting the courts. Some, like Thomas Friend, flood the system with filings. Others are more confrontational. Thomas and Lisa Eilertsen were sentenced to 23 months in prison in June after filing billions of dollars in property liens against everyone involved in the foreclosure of their home, including Stanek himself. Where they came out to my residence. Uh, my personal residence and confronted my family. Stanek says uh, again, he worries no, about an increasingly confrontational minority of sovereign citizens resorting to violence. Sovereign, 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 sovereign. These sovereigns, these sovereign citizens, these sovereigns. You know what a sovereign citizen is, my fellow Americans? You know what the mainstream media, you know what the big club wants you to think a sovereign citizen is? A conspiracy theorist, a QAnoner, a January 6th insurrectionist, a Trumpist, etc., etc., etc.
do you see what they are doing? My fellow Americans, guess what? All of you, every 300, maybe 400 million of you, my fellow Americans, are sovereign citizens. You know how I fucking know that, people? Do you know how I know what the mean, the, the means, I should call it the mainstream, the mainstream media is doing? They're taking the term sovereign citizen and they're trying to make you think that you are not one of those things they're trying to make you think that one of those things is an insurrectionist a trumpist a far right winger a possible misogynistic white supremacist a white male who has privilege over all of you Take a listen to this from a radio address by President Cool, in my humble opinion, one of my favorites, Cool Calvin Coolidge from the White House on November 3rd, 1924. And I quote, if the time comes When our citizens fail to respond to their right and duty, individually and collectively, intelligently and effectively, at the ballot box on election day. Ring of bell, people, what just happened? Election day, right? I do not know what form of government will be substituted for that which we at present have the opportunity to enjoy. But I do know it will no longer be a rule of the people. It will no longer be self-government. The people of our country are sovereign unquote mic drop sovereign you ignorant American fools Calvin Coolidge Coolidge rather told you people this on November 3rd 1924 the people of our country are sovereign That means all of you ungrateful piece of shit Americans. I may hate you with every ounce of effort in my body, but guess what? If you're a sovereign American citizen, you are in the top standard of living percentage of this entire world. Whether you want to believe that or not, whether you allow the propaganda and the schools to teach you and tell you that or not, that is a fact. You are all privileged simply because of the fact that you live in the United States of America. 
And I don't give a shit what your politics is. I don't give a shit what your belief system is. If you don't agree with that, maybe America's not for you. Maybe freedom's not for you. But you know what? That's okay. I still love you. I choose love over fear. I know that a lot of you are just novice level on your quest from ignorance towards wisdom. And people like me, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you along. We're trying to help you get there. Because you got to get there. You got to get there quick, people. You got to get there soon. Because <laughs> it ain't looking good. It ain't looking good. So, you know, that was a clip from right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, from one of our, our local news stations trying to mainstream media propaganda demonize a sovereign citizen. And if you're not smart enough to know what a sovereign citizen is, people, if you don't understand the simple fact that you are exactly that, you are a sovereign citizen. If you don't understand that, and you think it's some fringe group, <laughs> we are in serious, serious trouble. Okay, people, so that was a recent news report that happened right here in Minneapolis and the city that I live in talking about domestic terrorists. And, I mean, did you hear that? The term that they used was sovereign citizens. Have we read the fucking Constitution, people? Do we have any clue what freedom is? What the Bill of Rights was supposed to be? Do you have rights anymore in America? They describe these people's beliefs as quote-unquote not typical. Quote-unquote bizarre. Are those not typical bizarre beliefs to think that you are a sovereign citizen living in a free society? What's wrong or weird about that? Do you see what they are doing? Do you see what they are planning? What they've been planning? People. Tick tock. That clock is ticking. You guys have heard the Gray State story, right? I told you about that before. The guy here, right here in Minnesota, too. I forget his name. Prior military guy. Got funding to make the Gray State movie. He got funding for it. He was going to take it to Sundance. They fucking offed his ass. Too close. Uh-uh-uh. They're not going to let that movie air. And if you see the trailer to that movie, in fact, I said I was going to put the that trailer's link in the show notes. I'll do it today on this episode. So you guys can be even more terrified about what they have planned for us. Marking us with the mark of the beast. Putting the, the tracker, the RFID chip under our skin. Rounding us up and putting us into fucking FEMA camps. When they finally hatch their plan, when their plan comes to fruition, when they institute martial law in the streets, and they round up you, me, all of us, domestic terrorists. People, 
This is the rise of the Fourth Reich. Happening in the here and now. What happened in Nazi Germany to the Jews is about to happen to you, my fellow Americans. It's coming. It's coming. Quicker, faster. I've been warning you people about it. I'm not lying. And if you've been listening to my show or if you are smart enough uh, and were able to see the Sinclair Media Operation Mockingbird, how every news station across the country basically airs the same message. They tell you what they have planned in their media. They tell you how to think about it. I've been over it a million times. So guess what? Here's another media clip that I recently found. I'm going to paint you a picture, people. I know it's not easy to hear, but I don't know what else to say. Take a listen to this one. They claim they don't pay taxes and don't need a driver's license to operate a car, and they're not afraid to go after police, district attorneys, even judges when they feel they've been wronged. They are known as sovereign citizens who believe they are not governed by American laws. Bill O'Neill spoke with members of one such group living here in the Triad. He joins us live now in Greensboro with a story. Bill? Folks may not know the Moors. They are members of the Moors Science Temple of America. But I can tell you that public officials here in Guilford County and those who work at the Register of Deeds office know who they are. Lawsuits and liens targeting county officials such as District Court Judge Tom Gerald. It's certainly disheartening to find out that you're being sued by someone for doing your job. Piling up at the Register of Deeds office in Greensboro. And so it's a tremendously time-consuming uh, process to clean all this stuff up. Each lawsuit seeks hundreds of millions of dollars and in one case a billion dollars. All of them filed by groups identified by local authorities as quote sovereign citizens. Well I don't think anybody expects to receive a billion dollars but it has impact. Leisha L. Shabazel, who identifies herself as a member of the Moore's Science Temple of America, says the lawsuits are a form of retaliation for violating the rights of local Moors. And I guess it's sort of a, I wouldn't say punishment, but an enforcement that other people that come along behind us um, won't be treated the same way. The Moors have filed $800 million lawsuits against Guilford County's district attorney and his wife, as well as the county's clerk of court and his wife. One lawsuit targets a child support enforcement officer seeking $200 million. We're an office where people file documents for public notice. Um, I think when they file those documents like that, people notice. Judge Gerald took notice when he tried to refinance his mortgage and discovered that a member of the Moors had placed a $7 million lien against his home. It could have cost me some money. Um, I could have been stuck with my old mortgage. Uh, I mean, it really uh, is a bit disheartening. It's, it's hard explaining to your spouse. Judge Gerald calls the lawsuits, quote, paper terrorism. We teach people what paper their rights terrorism. are. For the Moors, it doesn't end with lawsuits and liens. She, Kenny Martin L., is the group's local leader. He carries a badge that identifies him as a consul with the Moors Science Temple of America. He showed us what he says are documented archive facts dating back thousands of years, showing the Moors were here long before America ever existed. As a result, he says the Moors possess inalienable rights that the American government cannot violate. Do you pay taxes? No, I don't. 
and you use this code as a way yes, to, I do. to avoid paying taxes. Yes. Do you have a driver's license? No, I don't. All right, people, did you hear that? The Moors were here long before the Europeans settled here. The, you can't see it, but the guy that they're talking to that leads that Moorish temple thing's wearing basically a Shriner's hat. So that speaks directly to the esoteric hidden origins of not only the um, the United States, but, you know, pretty much everywhere in the world, ancient Tartaria, whatever, right? That's a whole other rabbit hole. Uh, but listen to what they're saying. Sovereign citizens. They're, they're demonizing us using the term sovereign citizens. People, you got to wake up. Do you see what they are doing? Think about the timeline. 9-11 happens, right? TSA implemented. Now they're going to regulate your travel, right? Okay. Then Obama administration, they militarized the police forces. Ron Paul says they're setting the stage for violence in America. And oh, oh, oh. Also remember during the Obama administration, the Smith-Munt Act, which... Uh, previously made it illegal to use propaganda against non-enemy combat, uh, combatants. You couldn't use propaganda techniques. The State Department couldn't use them against the American people. Then guess what? Obama changed that with the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, which now made it legal to run propaganda campaigns through the media against you. My fellow Americans. And that's what I'm playing for you today. Propaganda. Disseminated from the top. And it's trickling down to all the little local news stations all around this country. There is a concerted effort to shape your mind. To make it malleable in a way to where if you're, if you're not getting taught these concepts through an education system, then they can tell you whatever they want you to believe. And unless you investigate it on your own, you're going to probably believe it. Regardless of the fact that it may or may not be true. You're just going to believe it because your TV screen told you. That's the plan. Dumb you down, make you a stupid, ignorant, American idiot so that they can tell you how to think about what they are planning to do. And this today is a perfect example. They said earlier there's 300,000 sovereign citizen groups. That's bullshit. There's almost 400 million sovereign citizens in this country. A lot of them aren't sovereign, I guess, because they're illegals. They're not here legally. But you could still make the argument that now that they live in America, they are sovereign, free people. Citizens of a free society. You better get those concepts through your heads really quickly, my fellow Americans. Because we are running out of time. They made it possible to run propaganda campaigns against you domestic 
terrorist, sovereign, American citizens. Right? Okay? Then COVID happens. Trial runs for martial law, lockdowns of the economy, and robbing you even more. Uh, Clinton started it when he repealed Glass-Steagall. There was money everywhere. And it's all fiat currency. Then they just print and print and print the inflation, robbing you. It reminds me of that Thomas Jefferson quote I read to you guys in episode six, debt as a weapon, where he says, if the American people ever let the federal government control the issue of currency, the institutions that will grow up around them will rob them until they are penniless on the land that their fathers conquered. And that's a paraphrase, but you get the point, okay? Step by step, piece by piece, slow usurpations. And now, the media propaganda, Operation Mockingbird, is telling you, you are a domestic terrorist. And we're going to have to disarm you. You You have to register assault weapons. You have to register military grade and style weapons. And if you know the history of disarmed populations, what usually follows is genocide. I've been over that a million times. People, do you see what is happening? World Economic Forum, all the United Nations agendas, Agenda 21, Agenda 30, yada, yada, Agenda 2050, etc., etc. In uh, that Supercut show, I played the clip of the guy saying that they're going to inventory and control all living, breathing creatures, animals, humans, cities. They are taking over, whether you like it or not. I know it's scary. Sounds like I'm a fear porn artist, doesn't it? But people, this is the culmination of everything I have been talking about on this fucking podcast since episode one. And if you still can't see it, my fellow Americans, then we are super duper turbo fucked. I don't know what else I can say. I don't know how else I can supply you with this information. I don't know how I can't show you a picture of something and you can't identify it as what it is. The propaganda is effective. The communist subversion plan is working. They are creating AI to compete with China. I've been over that in my, I think it's it's coming, episode where I played for you the guys that ran the Jake, the Joint uh, Artificial Intelligence Commission or committee or whatever. They're demonizing. They're taking rights away. They're, they're implementing new laws. People. Bill Gates is buying up all the farms. They're going to control your food. 
as if they don't already. All the food that you eat is poison. You can't even have a garden in your house without a fucking permit. You think you're free? Johann Goethe, none are so hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free. People, we no longer live in a free society. Freedom went away in 1913 with the passing of the Federal Reserve Act. Woodrow Wilson said that he has unwittingly destroyed his country. And boy, he was right about that shit. And then you think about the JFK situation. You think about uh, the church committee and the intelligence communities and Operation Midnight Climax, MK Ultra, dosing our citizens, testing LSD as war weapons, the mouse utopia, when I told you about the Calhoun experiment, and then they implemented that in the Pruitt-Igo projects of St. Louis. And then I've told you about the Milgram experiment. 60% of you would shock or kill your fellow citizen, your fellow neighbor, your friend, if some authority figure told you to. We all live in a, uh, a state of Stockholm Syndrome where we're subjugated and enslaved, yet we somehow respect our slave masters You don't think they're trying to implement a new world order? A brave new Orwellian surveillance police state totalitarian dictatorship world order? People, if you still can't see it, I don't know if you're savable. I got to calm down. I'm going to take a break. And knock out an anger commercial. <sighs> I'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, people, welcome back to the show. Uh, I want to talk just a little bit more about that first clip I played in the previous segment where these guys are trying to equate extremists with sovereign citizens. I mean, it's just gross. It's absolutely disgusting to me. It makes me sick. It's so obvious what they're trying to do. They're trying to stir it up. They're trying to create civil war in the streets, divide and conquer. And that's what's going to happen. Remember in my divide and conquer episode, I said that they're losing the public, the police officers, the police departments are losing the public's trust. Remember when I told you about Officer Clyde Kerr, that his protest because of the police brutality 
was to commit suicide in front of the Lafayette Police Department. I mean, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's scary. And we got to be aware of it, people. You got to see it. You have to learn how to watch this mainstream media propaganda, even down to the local level. Even your local news shows are told what to say. They're given scripts just like actors. There's no investigative reporting. There's no investigative journalism. You know, I know that. Remember that first clip? He was like, one look online uh, after all those claims that he made about, oh, America was made a corporate entity in 1871 when uh, they they turned Washington, D.C. into a corporation, basically. We all have a secret bank account. Instead of investigating whether or not those claims are true, what did they say? They said, one look online shows that there are many like them. It didn't say one look online shows that these people were actually factually correct with their allegations. If you do the research, you will learn. Apparently, America is a corporation. It's based out of Puerto Rico. Federal Reserve notes. I've I've been over all this stuff. The guys, the sovereign citizens, quote-unquote, in that first media clip I played for you in the previous segment, everything that guy said was correct. And then the media tried telling you, oh, these people are going after police officers. Uh, We caught a a son and father or whatever in Vegas or Nevada or whatever they said that tried to attack and kill police officers. See what they're doing. Sooner or later, (laughs) you're all going to be fighting the cops. You're all going to be fighting the military. Every single one of you. And that's why they want your guns. That's why they're trying to demonize sovereign citizens in the media. Here we go. I'm going to read you the definition, the dictionary definition of sovereign. Okay? Here we go. Sovereign. One possessing or holding supreme political power. One that exercises supreme authority within a limited sphere. An acknowledged leader. An arbiter of the most exalted kind, supreme, having generalized curative powers, nature, unmitigated, having undisputed ascendancy, paramount, possession of supreme, absolute power, enjoying autonomy and independence. Relating to a characteristic of or befitting a supreme ruler, a royal. Okay? Back in the days of monarchy, the monarchy, the the monarchs, the royal families, they were the sovereign rulers of a nation. But in a free society, people, where people where sovereign citizens live under a representative government that we elect to be our representatives, to speak for us, representatives that we give power of attorney to, to do our sovereign bidding. 
We are in charge in a free society. The Constitution was written for that purpose. We, the people, are sovereign. Not the monarchy. Not the oligarchs. Not the royals. Not the communists. The people are sovereign in a free society. So what is the mainstream media and what is our current government trying to say? They're trying to say that they have absolute power. They are the monarchy. They are the royals. They are the sovereign rulers of this country and not you. We the people, not you American people. You are no longer a sovereign citizen of this free society. That's what your government is trying to tell you through their media propaganda. Period. What's a constitution, Andrew, for America? Here we go. Here's the dictionary definition of what a constitution is. The basic principles and laws of a nation, state, or social group that determine the powers and duties of the government and guarantee certain rights to the people in it. A written instrument embodying the rules of a political or social organization. The physical makeup of the individual, especially with respect to the health, strength, and appearance of the body. A structure, composition, physical makeup, or nature of something. The mode in which a state or society is organized. Especially the manner in which sovereign power is distributed. Do you people get it? Do you understand these concepts that you are supposed to be taught in an elementary school? You want to know what the American Constitution says? Here we go. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. All legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States, United States, which shall consist of a Senate and a House of Representatives. Yada, yada, etc., etc. If you haven't read the United States Constitution, if you haven't read, read the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers as a free, sovereign American citizen, then I highly recommend you do so. That way, when you hear your news stations 
run a bunch of lies and bullshit by you, you will know when they are lying to you. I've played this clip on this show uh, once before, but I'm going to play it for you again because you people need to hear it. This clip illustrates my point with regard to the mainstream media propaganda, the fact that these people are actors that are given scripts, they are told what to say, and they do not investigate reality. They do not investigate to seek truth so that they can give you the truth based on the evidence that they compiled through their investigative reporting and journalism. Here we go. This is how your news now operates here in the United States of America. Here's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, Our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 There you have it, people. You know what's extremely dangerous to our democracy? The quote-unquote news. <laughs> you think what you're getting is news? Fair and balanced investigative journalism? J- giving you just the facts? Really? You think that's true? I've said this before. You guys ever heard of the PR wire? The public relations wire? The stories that are fed to the news channels to disseminate to you that are in the best interest of the ad uh, purchasers, the corporate sponsors, the people running these organizations and funding them. Remember when I interviewed Larry Sharp? Larry Sharp flat out told you, if you if you're a politician, it's pay to play. As soon as you pay money for ads, you got to buy ads. He says you got to buy ads. As soon as you bought as soon as he bought ads, 
for his campaign, they introduced him to the political correspondent for that news station. You don't even get access unless you have the money to buy. That's what libertarian candidate for governor of the great state of New York said on my show. That's personal first-hand experience. So if you don't want to believe that that is the case, if you don't want to believe that that is the truth, I don't know if you are savable. Do you remember when I told you about the ash experiment where they asked a group of people a bunch of questions and they intentionally had uh, some of the respondents that were in on it answer incorrectly. And the point was to see if the the subjects would change their answers to what the group said, denying what they thought was true with their own eyes. They, they'd show them a piece of paper with four lines on it. And they'd go down the line and they'd say, how many lines do you see? Four. How many lines do you see? Four. And everyone would say four because they saw four lines, right? But then they'd bring a sheet of paper in with two lines. And they'd go down the line and they'd say, how many lines do you see? And the people would go one. The next person would go one line. The next person would go one line. And then the, the sucker, the mark... The whole point was to see, are you going to be courageous enough to go against the group and answer correctly because your eyes are seeing two lines or not? And you know what happened? They found that people would answer, knowingly answer incorrectly so that they were not ostracized by the group. It's called the ash experiments go look them up and the reason why i'm bringing it up people is because that's how this media propaganda operates if all of you are told a story and then one of you says you know what that story's bullshit you're going to get some pushback from all of the cowards that don't want to think deeply don't want to investigate don't want to answer correctly what their own eyes are seeing. I see it every day of my life. I have people ask me questions about politics. Oh, what's your political affiliation? What do you this? What do you that? And I'll bring something up and they'll just immediately, oh my God, you're one of those people. Oh God. It's like, yeah, I'm one of those people because I did my research and I looked things up and I studied it and I want to know the truth for myself. I'm not trying to impress you fucking moron idiots that believe everything the TV screen tells you. And you want to come at me like I'm the problem? You want to come at me like there's something wrong with me? And a lot of you cowards buckle in situations like that. And that's why, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. You people that act like that are the problem with this country. I'm sorry. It's just the fucking way it is. And, you know, I don't want to advocate for violence, obviously. 
I'm a lover of the non-aggression principle. I know a lot of you are probably listening to this show right now going, oh, is this guy saying, let's go attack the police? Let's go attack the military? Let's go fight the good fight? No, I'm not saying that. The, the time for that to occur is when the jackboots are kicking in your door, trying to round you up and take you off to FEMA camps. That's when you better fight back. And if you don't have some guns and ammo to fight back in that situation, you're already fucked. So, no, I'm not advocating for violence, and I don't want to give the impression that I'm saying go fight the cops and go fight the military. What I'm trying to do is educate you because you are not getting an education in your schools. Maybe in the private Ivy League schools, you're getting a little bit of an education. But if you don't got the money to pay for a decent education, if you don't have access to a homeschooling program, uh, community-based, and you're being forced to go to public indoctrination centers, every time I call it education, my friend Sam Winchester always checks me. He's like, stop calling it education. It's indoctrination. And he's absolutely correct. It's indoctrination. What is going on in the government-run Prussian model school systems? They want you to fall in line and be obedient workers, passive pupils. I've been over it a million times. We got to get smarter people. We got to get better. And we got to do it quick. Um... I want to read something now that I've read on this show before. And I want you to listen to the point I'm trying to make. When I talk about being courageous, when I talk about not following the herd and getting out of the herd mentality and getting out of the hive mind and having the balls and the backbone to trust your own thoughts and instincts and do what's right, in the face of pushback from every single person in your life because it's going to happen. You cannot be a truth seeker. You cannot be a courageous observer of reality without getting a shitload of pushback from your friends, family, and peers in society. It's just part of the deal. In the Matrix movies, Neo said, when he's talking to the architect, the architect said, you feel a profound detachment from the rest of your species. And that facilitates the function of the one. And people, I want you to remember that. If you're on your spiritual journey, if you're a loner, a rebel, if you feel a profound detachment from the rest of your species, maybe you are the one. Maybe it's your responsibility to do something. Maybe it's your responsibility to say something. Maybe it's your responsibility to speak up and speak out. My fellow Americans, I'm about to reintroduce a gentleman to you, a new character here on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, Mr. Martin Niemöller. He was a German theologian and Lutheran pastor. 
He's best known for his opposition to the Nazi regime during the late 1930s and for his widely quoted 1946 poem, First They Came. The poem exists in many versions. The one featured in the United States Holocaust Memorial reads, and I quote, Listen up. First, they came for the communists. And I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the trade union unionists. And I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. And I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. But then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. Earlier in that uh, second clip, you heard the police officer guys saying, you know, I'm, I'm being threatened uh, for just doing my job. or I'm just trying to do my job. You know, the, the Moorish, um, whatever, Freedom Temple, putting liens on people's foreclosures, I guess... Some of the sovereign citizen stuff had to do with basically getting kicked off your, you know, off your land, getting kicked out of your home that you never really owned in the first place because of how this country's laws are set up with property taxes. You are not free anymore in the United States of America, people. You are soon going to be characterized by the powers that be as domestic terrorist sovereign citizens sooner or later you're going to start seeing drones flying around your neighborhood spying on you surveilling the population and if those drones are weaponized there might be some military member playing a video game basically in some far away bunker military installation and they're just going to start picking people off like the beginning of the Terminator movie the predictive programming in movies is a thing, people. The CIA controlling the media and, and the movies and the TV shows is a thing. If you do not see the concerted effort to create a one-world government, if you do not see the concerted effort by the powers that be to take away your freedom, your rights, and your sovereignty, then my fellow Americans, you're probably not savable. And uh, before I go today, I just want to read this. Uh, there's some fact checks online if you go do some research on your own time about whether or not the United States became a corporation or the District of Columbia uh, became a corporation in 1871. Here we go. The District of Columbia Organic Act of 1871 is an act of Congress that repealed the individual charters of the cities of Washington and Georgetown and established a new territorial government for the whole District of Columbia. Though Congress repealed the territorial government in 1874, the legislation was the first to create a single municipal government. 
for the federal district. The passage of the Residence Act in 1790 created a new federal district that would become the capital of the United States, formed from land donated by the states of Maryland and Virginia. The capital territory already included two large settlements at its creation, the Port of Georgetown, Maryland, and the town of Alexandria, Virginia. A new capital city named in honor of President George Washington was founded to the east of Georgetown, 1791. Okay, so that's part of it. And then uh, it goes on to say, instead, Congress passed the Organic Act of 1871, which revoked the individual charters of the cities of Washington and Georgetown and combined them with Washington County to create a unified territorial government for the entire District of Columbia. The new government consisted of an appointed governor and 11-member council, (laughs) 11 members, a locally elected 22-member assembly, and a board of public works charged with modernizing the city. The seal of the District of Columbia features the date 1871. <clears throat> Excuse me. Recognizing the year the district's government was incorporated. Recognizing the year the District of Columbia government was incorporated. The act is the basis of several claims held by the sovereign citizen movement. According to these, the act made the district and consequently the whole United States into a business corporation. These claims stem from the term municipal corporation used in the act, where there are many kinds of corporations. A corporation is any group authorized to legally act as a single entity. In this case, an incorporated, organized district of the United States. Most U.S. cities and counties are municipal corporations. Okay? So if you want to go even deeper down that rabbit hole, I highly suggest you do. Come to your own conclusions. Make your own decisions. And when you do it, my fellow Americans, do it because you want to for the edification and the furthering of yourself and not because your TV screen told you there was something wrong with being a sovereign American citizen. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's time to play some punk rock. All right, people, it's time to play some punk rock. And I found a good one for today. Themes up quite nicely. Hailing from Washington, D.C., the band Curse Words are a bunch of self-described space nerd party punks who have spent the past five years honing their love of pop punk and nostalgic 90s rock into a sound of their own. With strong do-it-yourself ethics and a relentlessly energetic and enthusiastic live show, 
They have made their way up and down the East Coast while establishing a strong presence in their home base in our nation's capital. Ladies and gentlemen, making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast from their album Trash Planet Earth. Recorded, tracked, mixed, and mastered by Pablo Cabrera at Analog Approach Studios in Annandale, Virginia. With the song, One Giant Heap for Mankind. The passive-aggressive punk rock band meets death by bar tabs. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present to you Curse words with their song, One Giant Heap for Mankind.
Alright people, that was the band Curse Words with their song One Giant Heap for Mankind. And I love these lyrics, people. Simple, short, sweet, and to the point. We are living in a trash heap. (laughs) Garbage beings reflected on neon screens. Cathode rays degaussing our reality. I know, I know. The world's a fucking trash heap. (laughs) Time to watch it die. (laughs) That's the whole song. That's all the lyrics. (laughs) I love it. I love these guys. That was the song One Giant Heap for Mankind off their album Trash Planet Earth by the band Curse Words. And people, before I go, I want to read to you really quick about this little movie made in 2017 by a gentleman named David Crowley who used to live right up the street from me in Apple Valley, Minnesota. A Gray State is a 2017 documentary film directed by Eric Nelson and exclusive, uh, I'm sorry, and executive producer Werner Herzog. First broadcast on the A&E Network. It explores the death of aspiring filmmaker David Crowley and the murders of his wife and child in 2014. The film tells the story of Crowley's military service in the Middle East his efforts to fund and make a film and explores the circumstances surrounding their deaths. Crowley had been working on a feature film he called Gray State. Herzog and Nelson had previously worked together on 2005's Grizzly Man, which Nelson produced and Herzog directed. So you can go take a look at the movie A Gray State, which is a movie made about Mr. David Crowley, who is going to make a movie called Gray State, without the A, not a Gray State. His movie was going to be called Gray State. But these people made a documentary about this guy who was a filmmaker that was going to make a movie that never got released because it hit way, way, way too close to home. And if you have the balls to go click on this link that I'm going to put in the show notes on the website. If Or if you just want to look it up, Gray State Official Concept Trailer on YouTube. They actually have it up on YouTube. And you go watch this trailer, people, you will see a visual illustration of everything I have been warning you, my fellow Americans, about on this podcast since episode one, go to the website politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com buy a t-shirt donate to the show read the show notes click on this link on this episode and check out the trailer for the movie Gray State and prepare to be terrified and prepared prepare to be educated about their plans 
send me an email, andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. Go check me out on all your social media sites, Andrew for America, on everything pretty much, except for Facebook. Now it's the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast page on Facebook. I changed the name. Um, and also, before I go, I want to let you guys know, I am currently creating my Patreon account. And it's going to be a $3 a month subscription. And if you like my show and you want to see the video of the episodes that I have been um, doing, that I've done in the past, uh, I'm going to put all the video up on the Patreon page. And so that way you can see the video of the interviews and not just hear the audio for free. Uh, I'm also going to do some exclusive subscriber-only shows. I'm going to do the news. I'm going to put my bonus episodes up there. Uh, Reality Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics is moving to Patreon, and it's going to cost you $3 a month. I'm sorry. I gave you the first five installments for free, but those Supercut shows take a lot of time and effort to assemble, and... I can't just give them away anymore, people. So I love you guys very much for being down since day one listeners. And if you want an exclusive sneak peek into my world and my life, if you want to see my subscriber-only shows where I do the news and then my supercut shows, Reality Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics, go to patreon.com slash andrewforamerica and become one of my fellow American subscribers for the low, low cost of $3 a month. That's all I'm asking. I got one tier up on Patreon, 3 bucks a month. I'm going to start there and see where it goes. People, I know the stuff I talk about on this podcast is scary. It's terrifying. But I assure you, with every ounce of effort in my being, I am giving you the unfiltered truth from my perspective as I am discovering it for myself. I don't have any hidden agendas. I'm not taking any sides. I am the messenger. I am the messenger bringing you prophetic words and Like I always say, I'm not taking a side. I'm not telling you what to think. I am providing you with information, and it is your job, your responsibility to either accept or reject that information. And I welcome it. You guys want to hate on me like I always say? You disagree with the things that I say? That's fine. You want to talk about it? Open invitation. Come on my show. Let's have a public chat. I don't do comment sections on social media sites. I'm a grown-ass man, people. (laughs) I don't like to engage in childish behavior. Okay? I love you guys so much. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 118.
of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, entitled, We in Trouble. We'll see you next time. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. And it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The big, re- the wealthy, that, the real owners, the big, wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. They're, they're, they're an irrelevant. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media, media news, all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. (laughs) You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Man. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it.